Hi, everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to a very special edition of A Date with Dateline. It's very special? Well, it's a repeat. That makes it special. This isn't a Kimberly's favorite, and it's not... It's better than a Kimberly's favorite. It's a one Kimberly's never seen before. Oh, that's the best. But now is a Kimberly's favorite. It's pretty good. because I is... was going through old Mank episodes yeah. on IMDb, and I found this one. And I was, I don't think I ever saw it. But I can see why this is going to be a Kimberly's favorite. It's pretty clear. Right? Yeah. It was, it was very exciting and twists galore. Well, it was an unusual format, too. We got one of the, spe- it is a special episode because it gave us special intros, outros. It's, it's themed. It is. Hev- Heavily themed. It's mousetrappy is what it is. It's, it's 100% mousetrappy, but yeah. Hollywood style. Hollywood. They don't know. If you don't know what Mousetrappy is, I don't know what to tell you. Did we do Mousetrap for Patreon or was Mousetrap? Yeah, it was for Patreon. Oh, sorry, guys. All right. So this episode is called The Plot Thickens. September 28th, 2012, season 21, episode one. This was a season opener. Wow. I can, yeah. I get that. I can yeah. totally. This is either Sweeps Week or season opener. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Hosted by... Baby Mankey. Yeah. You know, I love I love a baby Mankey. I love a present Mankey. I love all Mankeys. Yes, correct. I love the ghost of future Mankey. <laughs> I love them all. I just saw a Christmas Carol thing, so. Was um, it Christmas Carol that you a saw? A couple nights ago it was. Oh. Yeah. Was, it, was so, it good? Yes. Christmas Carol can go horribly wrong, I have to ask. Oh, you know, it was fine. Okay. It was fun. That's good. Um. Okay, so we start off with crazy B-roll. Oh, yeah. That, of stunts, Hollywood stunt people. And Maybe music. For a sec- music made it look so fun and exciting, yeah. like skydiving and all these things that made me think I should be a Hollywood stunt woman. And then I remembered oh. I hate heights, danger, physical activities. Yeah, I was just going to say moving. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of like running and jumping through hoops on wires against a green screen. Well, you have very like, little TV time. Very little. I feel like. You're on yeah. TV. If it helps, but not really. It's just not your really. body. Yeah. Yeah. You do all of the work with none of the glory. Yeah. That doesn't sound like me. No, it do- it really doesn't. I'm sorry. No. That's all right. It's I'm for- not a, the type to make an anonymous donation. But I like- I want the credit. Oh, Lord. I liked it that this is a really good introduction to the whole thing, I thought. Yes. Because it sets yes. the tone. And I honestly thought it was an ad. I thought it was an ad. I thought it was a commercial. <laughs> it totally it could be like a Budweiser commercial or something. Not Budweiser. Like... A Bronco car, like no, a truck. It could be like a car insurance commercial where then mm. what's his name from 30 Rock comes out and it's like, if you think this is hard, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it seems something like that. Also, Mayhem. the music is like, burr, burr, why do I know burr, his name? Burr, 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 burr. Sorry, that sounds like the people's court, but it's a lot like that. Was that was the people's court. Yeah, it didn't. But 100% it's, that I'm that not doing it correctly. Court. It's like that, but not that. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> it's like it, but not at all. Uh, so this is a mystery that Mank tells us features an assassin, a femme fatale, a Hollywood star, and a stuntman who takes the fall. Get it? Ooh, yeah, I Play do. Play on words. Very well. And very good. Sorry, as for not the very well. money, we'll get to that. The only thing missing from this episode is Johnny Vegas from last week. I feel like he should have been involved or should have wanted to be involved, but he did not get the call. He wasn't cool enough to participate. They didn't need enough cleaning. 
They didn't need right. enough favors. They had fixing. the favors covered. Yeah, or fixing. Um, yeah. I'm going to look him up still. I mean, I'm going. Johnny Vegas, when I'm you go. I'm going in T minus 24 look hours. Look him up like you're going to go place a calling card for, at his door. I feel like I could just ask any doorman, right? If I just like walked up to, I don't know, yeah. someone at the Flamingo and was like, mm-hmm. hi, I'm looking for JV. Yeah. And then gave a like a slight nod and a, a slow uh-huh. Lucille Bluth wink, maybe. And they'll be like, Jonathan Van Ness. <laughs> <laughs> JV baseball? Yeah. What? <laughs> Stupid. Bummer. It is. I don't think it's going to work. But good luck. I want to see the reactions you get. Okay, I'll try to video it. I don't so, know how to video, but I'll try. We start out with JP, as in oh. Joe Pesci. Oh, look at you. I know. Joe Pesci, Hollywood actor, and his daughter. Um, Oops, I mean ex-wife. Totally. <gasps> oh, uh, my. Just kidding. Um, JK, JP. <laughs> I know who I'm going to get flack to. One of our very dear friends who's a listener is much younger than her husband, and she knows it. And I hope she won't take offense to that. I cannot, you know I I cannot think of who that is. That's oh, okay. yes. I Never mind. Yes. You thought of it? Yeah, got it. We love you. You know we love you. Um, so his ex-wife's name is Claudia Harrow. And this is how 90s their relationship is. Mm-hmm. In the photo of them, Joe Pesci is wearing a Planet Hollywood t-shirt. Wow. <laughs> so does it feel weird that all that super back... All that fashion. Planet Hollywood? Oh, yeah. All those things. Those old Banana Republic shirts with the maps on the back. The whole thing. People are paying a lot of money for them. Oh, why didn't I save anything? Yeah, I know. Well, that's what everyone says, though. But you think it's never you coming have... back because it's terrible. You also have to have a storage room to store it for 30 years. That's true. I saved key things. I saved. I had. A, I have a pair of Doc Martens that are from that era that I saved. and then And that's like the thing. Okay. And I tend to bequeath them to my niece. That's nice. So they say Joe Pesci is best known for playing bad guys. Mm-hmm. I have a beef with that. I'm here to represent my cousin Vinny, which will always be his greatest movie. I don't care. Yeah. Fight me. Die. I will die on that hill. Well, I, I'm not going to even fight you. I'm going to agree with you because it's the first thing I thought of. And I was like, is he a bad guy in my cousin Vinny? It's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> We're so lame. And then I was like, oh, wait, he's in Goodfellas. He's in, like, yeah. movies like that with Ray Liotta, yeah. and they're yeah. they're bad. They do bad yeah. things. But how many mobster movies is he actually in? I don't know, because for a second I thought he was in Throw Mama from the Train, which was no, Danny DeVito. No, that's Danny DeVito. Then he would be insulted by that. So it, it, this takes place in Westlake Village, which we totally know where that is. Yeah. We have people who live there. Where is it exactly? I don't know. But I've... We've been there. Is it down, like, towards Ventura? Like, you're going down? Maybe. Okay. But it's not in Orange County. That was my question for you. No. you n- No. It's not anywhere. It's not going towards Orange County. You don't pass through Westlake Village when you're going to your parents. No. Okay. So we don't know where it is. But it's not. I think that I'm right then. It's south. Towards Santa Barbara. Okay. I don't know maps. So <laughs> Hollywood stuntman Garrett Warren had a knock on the door one night. Mm -hmm. It's early evening. And someone at the door has a question about the new silver Volvo in his driveway. Now, do we we know the connection between Joe Pesci and Garrett Warren at this time? Or did they not really tell us anything? They're like, these two unrelated things. Well, I'm going to get to that. But no, I'm doing it in a different chronological order. But no, I don't think they really explained it at that time. Okay. 
So, but why does Garrett answer the door? If someone weird is knocking on your door at night saying, I have a question about your car, is the car for sale? Why would you answer the door? I feel like this is a question for Westlake Village. Maybe it's that kind of, it's casual. Yeah, it's I guess my parents would probably open the door. Yeah, I think a lot of people someone would, knocked on their door. would answer the door. And again, maybe he doesn't watch a lot of Dateline. He just does action movies. He doesn't need to see that kind of action on TV. He's in enough action movies, though, I would think. Yeah. But the person at the door shoots Garrett four times. Wow. Once in his eye. It's terrible close range. So then we get to his friend Wally Crowder. Oh, yeah. Who's my new favorite person. Uh Uh-huh. Who says that Garrett was a great guy that you could count on. It was very sweet. Twist number one of the episode. They show an old photo of Wally to show how long he's been Uh in the business. Wally was John Travolta's double in Greece. Hello. I can't. I'm guessing it's the scene when they're drag racing down the ravine for pink slips, and <laughs> it's not very climactic at all. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it, they're driving really fast, so I guess it's, ooh, it's dangerous. And then one of them, like, does a slow-mo jump over, like, a ledge that's no joke, maybe a foot tall. It's like going over a curb, but they do it in slow-mo because right. it's super dramatic. Um, that was maybe him, Wally. That was Wally. And, and how- my lifelong crush of John Travolta in Greece. And he's the only other Wally I've ever seen because the only other Wally I know besides Wally is the, um, the Wally in <laughs> Leave it to Beaver. Yeah. That's it. Wally, yeah. Wally Cleaver. That's it. That's yeah. all I got. So I like yeah. the I like Wally, and also you know he's a good guy because he's that kind of. Mm. For those who don't know, Kimberly and I have a little bit of experience actually on being on film sets, and mm-hmm. so there's a couple of different kinds of people that work on film sets. But Wally would be somebody that I would be interested in talking to, just by his oh, yeah. general demeanor and the fact that he's wearing those transition lenses the whole time, and he's got that <laughs> kind of amber like seventies. Yeah. Yeah, I and was And he has into the best it. stories. Oh, yeah. Wally's been in the business since he was 17, and he's yeah. now in his 50s. It's awesome. You corner you know him good. at the craft service table, and you yeah. talk to him. Uh-huh. And you find out everything. What was yeah. John Travolta like? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell me about JT. Back then, I think he was normal. Yeah. But he had probably was just a very nice guy. Do you think... And I think Wally has probably stories about every single person. Did I tell you my Joe Pesci story? Did I tell you my Mark Wahlberg story? He's got stories about everyone. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Garrett himself was a great stuntman. He was in Charlie's Angels. Mm -hmm. And he's attacking Lucy Liu in a scene. Mm -hmm. And then another movie where he appears to have just killed a giant spider of some kind. Some sort of alien hybrid spider is that like a mothra thing does anyone sorry it's a i'm not gonna go any further just no keep going okay so in 1997 garrett met claudia who was now divorced from joe pesci but still friends with him that's where john john joe pesci comes in Mm -hmm. so claudia's friend julia said garrett was so sweet and even her ex-husband pesci liked um, him. She and Joe Pesci were still friends. Claudia and Garrett have a baby girl, but they split up. And this is right after they say that they were like the love of each other's lives and the earth yeah. revolved around. And then they just go, but they got divorced. They don't, they like, don't explain 
Why did they do that on Dateline? I don't know. They just, they spend so much time on the madly falling in love. And then they go, but things don't always work out. And then they were embroiled in a nasty divorce. And you're like, there's nothing from A to B. No. I know things happen, Dateline. I want to know what those things are. No, nothing. You don't get And it know. only happened in two years from when they were married to this messy divorce. So It's hard, too, because I feel like Dateline's a little jaded, right? Like, Josh, first of all, lives in Southern California, so knows that it happens every other week. Someone's getting yeah. a divorce. And then, well, I think it happens everywhere, but yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like it happens faster in L.A.? I feel like maybe, maybe. a divorce rate in Wisconsin is like eight years, whereas mm. in L.A., it's one to two. It's faster. <laughs> Everything moves okay. faster in the city, in the big city. Yeah. <laughs> life, moves, life comes at you fast. That's all I got. Divorces come at you fast. I could be making that up. That could be a pile of poo, but maybe. So they split up, mm-hmm. and um, we don't know why. And that they were the love of each other's lives. We don't know. Then Garrett was shot at his house. Now, Garrett was shot three times in his body and once in the eye. And get ready for our second twist of the episode. Garrett survives. He I has, was shocked. I... In the this eye? is when I I wasn't that shocked, which makes me think I actually have seen this episode. Oh, okay. Because I I knew I was supposed to be shocked, but I feel like I vaguely remembered it. Oh. I know I've seen an episode about Hollywood stuntmen, mm-hmm. a Hollywood stuntman. I just don't know if this was it or if and if there's another one. Oh, okay. So there might be two. I know there's one about a dog trainer, what? and maybe maybe a Holly, and he's a Hollywood dog trainer. Hmm. But I don't know. So maybe I did see this episode. Anyways, he, I did not remember the eye patch. So good, Because I feel like I would remember. It is the coolest looking eye patch. Yeah, it really is. He looks like a badass pirate. Like, but I don't (gasps) want to be a pirate. Um, What's that from? He looks Seinfeld. I Uh, thought it was, you're a crook, Captain Hook, Judge, won't you throw the the book? book. (laughs) Um, He... (laughs) He rocks that eye patch better than anyone I've ever seen. Until you just gave me an idea. Kimberly and I are attending a murder mystery party for one of our very best friends in a couple weeks. And I, are you going to have an eye patch? I have decided to incorporate an eye patch to create an air of mystery. You are a seamstress. Maybe you poked yourself in the eye with a pin. Exactly. I'm going to do it. I'm adding stuff to my character. And I'm just going to add in some backstory that I was jealous of you for some reason, and I actually stabbed you in the thing. Let's but you do don't it. know that I did it. It was an accident. Let's do it. I'm doing We're it. We're just going to confuse the whole murder plot by making up our own I feel like attempted that's murder plot. I feel like because probably the chances are that neither one of us did it. So let's, let's Have live fun. it up. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> What's the harm? We ruined the entire party. We're not going to ruin it. We're going to bring, we're going to make it better. Famous last words. So Garrett, um, and how many times are we going to quote the office during the night? There's been a murder. It's going to be I really do declare. hard. But it's not in the South. It's not set in Savannah. If they're in Savannah, right? In I'm not going down I'm for this. I'm not going down for this. I'll be in the car. <laughs> uh... Okay. If you haven't seen so, any op- you episodes just of us. The Office. Why are you listening No, to but us? watch that episode. Watch the murder mystery when they're trying to figure so out funny. if the company's going under. 
and Michael Scott decides to play a game. And it's one of the best Michael Scott speeches, too, is, no, Jim, they need this game. And then Jim sells a story about the fake. That is one of the sweeter episodes of The Office. It is. So Garrett was shot once in the ribcage, and that bullet is still in him. Wow. He was shot a second time, and he tried to dodge that bullet because he's a stuntman. I loved that. And it grazed his neck. And then a third shot comes, and he realizes this is real. So, like, not in the movies. These are not blanks that have been hitting me. So he tries to close the door, and he's shot in the hip. Wow. And he fell back and the guy came up and put the gun right to his face and Garrett flinched to the side and the bullet hit him in the eye and came out his ear. I'm sorry, he shot him point blank in the head. Yes. Oh, I did not catch that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he put the gun up to him and as he, Garrett says, like, as you would, you flinch kind of, to, and you he turned his head and it went, I out ear. Mm. Yeah. I love so, the whole story because him describing it, you can kind of see what's happening. And he does, he's like, yeah. when he does the, the aversion move and he's yes. like, like a fighter and Josh yeah. is like, Oh, like you're in the matrix. He's like, well, I'm not in the matrix. Cause I got hit. So yeah, <laughs> it, like, it is the matrix, but bad. Yeah. And Mank is in awe of the story. Yeah, he's definitely. Had, he has his mouth open. He I does. mean, it's an amazing story. Yeah. Uh, and he is laughing about it. He's telling jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's also really funny that, like, the fact that he's alive is stranger than anything that happened in The Matrix to me. Like, it's uh, four times. I feel like I took the red pill, the fact right. that he's still alive, or the blue one, whichever. I don't know. Don't tell me, you guys. I don't care. Everyone's, um, you're going to get it now. I don't, I don't want to know. I didn't understand that movie. Everyone, I'm not smart. Tell her. Tell her. Don't tell me. I don't care which pill it was. Purple, I don't care. I don't, I don't want to know. So... I'm not that bright. The thing that I was surprised about, not just that he was alive, but also the fact that he doesn't, like, he's not paralyzed. Yeah. He doesn't seem to have a lot of no. injury. Or if he, they, if he does, they didn't really go into it. But Yeah. Hmm. No, it's incredible. Now, Garrett says uh, to Mank, your life goes through your mind when you think you're going to die. Yeah. And you think about, did you do anything wrong? Did you not make up for it? This is very bad news for me because my Jewish guilt has me feeling badly that I stole someone's present at a white elephant game last week. So Whoa. I am not going to do well Was it in a my good last one? moments. I mean, it, they were all from the 99 cent store. So technically, no, but I liked it. So I took it. That's okay. And then I almost cried and felt so badly. Okay, we'll stop that. Uh, your Jewish guilt doesn't get you when you're making fun of murderers, Kimberly. No, that's true. My Jewish guilt has lines and uh, certain see. things mean things to me. Certain things don't. Certain things I don't give enough. Did you find that fascinating, though? I was really, I thought it was crazy when he was talking about what actually happens when you think you're going to die. Yeah. And then I was also, I was, I made me think, I don't think that everyone has that experience. I think you're a good man that you yeah, thought that. Yeah, that it wasn't about you or It wasn't sadness. about you. It was about, it was about everyone is else. Is my side of the street clean? Did yes, I exactly. do some things wrong? Yeah. Now, Garrett's mom was at home helping with the baby. And the guy mm. shoots at mama. Like, do not shoot at mama. What I was in the so world? Mad. I was so furious. I was mad too. I was... And also, what? Why did she run out when she heard the gunshots? Yes. She. 
She's brave because mama. Because later on we find out she did see something. Mm-hmm. But she so she totally did run out. She is a brave. Instead she of takes, hiding, she ran like, out. Son, like mother. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. And then this so, next story, I can't. Garrett says, I love you, mom. I'll see you on the other side. Because he thinks he's dying. And the mom says, don't you effing die. You've been a fighter your whole life. Fight one more time. And he's shocked that she cussed, even though he's also been shot in the eyeball. But he's mostly shocked that she has cussed. And he's like, this is serious. I will fight for you, mom. I love that. And he fought. He had the eye of the tiger. It was my precious moment for sure. Oh, the eye of the tiger because he got his eye. Oh, that's rough. That was a good one, though. I thought that was really sweet. Very sweet. And he thought about his marriage to Claudia. And this is where we hear more about what happened here. He said it was like true love that they write songs about. But they broke up inexplicably. Still don't know. Why don't we know why they broke up? Why don't they tell us? But I find that Dateline's been doing that more and more. They really focus on like the wedding and the happiness. And then they just go, but they broke. (laughs) But now they hate each other Mm. and want each other to die. We didn't want to spend time on that part. Yeah. Uh, Don't worry about it. Just take our word for it. They just, yeah. 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 So maybe they just are making the point things happen. Maybe it's one of those general people change. And like, I totally understand that. But some things must have happened that you could tell us about. Right. So he... So he says, true love. Now they're fighting over their daughter. And Claudia does something which we have seen on Dateline before. She lets you know what kind of person she is right away. Can't even deal with it. Mm -hmm. Flames on the side of my face. Mm -hmm. She says that Garrett was sexually abusing their daughter, which I can't. Don't lie about that to get custody of your child. Because every time you lie about it, that means another child that's really happening to you is not going to be believed. How often does this happen? Like how, I feel like I want I've seen to know it percentages. at least five times right. on Dateline. So how often is it happening out there? Exactly. That's a great point. I don't want to, I don't want to know. But Garrett was completely cleared in court. They did a thorough investigation. There was yeah. no abuse. He loved his daughter. She was the apple of his eye. So shortly after that, what? Oh God! <laughs> Look at you. Myself and you're just for you on to a, get it. You're on a roll. How many uh, do you have? Just three. Okay, I'm looking out for him. Okay. That was number two. Um, I'm looking out for you. Sorry. It works with like (laughs) a lot of things. It's too, oh boy. All right. So shortly after this, like a month after this court stuff where he was deemed that he was not abusing his daughter, Mm -hmm. Garrett was shot. But Claudia has an alibi. Police look into her. They decide she's not involved. Hmm. Then we see a sketch of the shooter. Oh my God. (laughs) Remember that courtroom sketch of Marjorie with the 400 pounds of cheese in her attic? (laughs) Yes. That sketch has now been replaced with this sketch as the sketch in my nightmares. His face looks like he's been stung by a thousand bees and it has swelled up. And it also looks like he cut the skin off someone else's face like Dwight from the CPR episode of The Office. And he's put it on his face. <gasps> like, or like in the movie Face Off, one might say. Or, yeah, it was a face off. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. It's super creepy for some reason. Yeah, it is. It's true. The sheriff's department then, this, see, this is so full of twists. Here's another twist. Sheriff's department receives an anonymous note. I love an anonymous yeah, note. Yeah, me too. Especially when they're I typed. I think I have anonymous tip on there. Yeah, I don't have anonymous note. Mm-hmm. Now, it's 
not from someone involved with the case. Mm-hmm. It is from very disappointing. I was super excited. Mm-hmm. It's from a gym lady. It's from someone like my mom. She has heard some gossip that Garrett didn't actually own the gym that he supposedly owned and that this lady actually owned the gym and that Garrett was maybe sleeping with this lady and huh. maybe the husband was going to sell the gym. Okay, is this the first time we're finding out that Garrett even owns a gym? Because I feel like up until now, this is new information. Because I was like, wait, there's a gym? Right. Yeah. Okay. No, and then they... Who's Jim? They, right. they name drop Jim later, too. And you're like, Jim? Jim? Yeah, they do. So, I don't understand. Okay, go ahead. Jim Jeans. Now, <laughs> oh, Jim the Jeans. best part... I know, poor Jim Jeans. The best part of the letter is the lady saying... This is my favorite part. I really liked the classes, but after hearing all about all this, it really painted an ugly picture. Like, I'm not exaggerating. She says, I really liked the classes, but it really painted an ugly picture. So I don't think I'll be going there anymore. This is in her anonymous note to the police. Why didn't she you just are sign her useless. name? Linda. Love Linda. Linda. Dear like, police. I know that you want to be involved. Yeah. But, like, not you too think involved. you've heard this. No. Right. No. Anonymously, you think you might, your life might be in danger. Because oh my God. you of course. do the treadmill there. And you've heard about this affair that no one even knows if it's true. And maybe a husband wants to sell this gym. Like. No, this isn't so- a Linda. This is a Sharon. So what Sharon has done is Sharon's gotten together with a friend. And, like, they've had a bunch of talks over margaritas. And, like, she's like, I'm doing it. I'm going to write the letter. (laughs) No, you're so bad. Don't get involved. No, you don't. You could be in danger. And they're, like, egging each other on. Yes. And then they sit down in front of the laptop. I can't sleep every night thinking that I might know something that might help. Yeah, she sleeps fine. She's fine. Yeah. But no, no. you're fine. This rivals the uh, Snooki. And Wow letter from the first season of Jersey Shore. What's the letter? Throwing it back. How are you? Is, how do you remember it? You must have rewatched recently. No, I haven't. It's oh. Kim from People Are Wild mentions it constantly. Oh, okay. Kim and Melissa are obsessed with it. And this moment? Yes. Oh. And a Jody from Reality TV. The three of them talk about it all the time. And okay. I always try to pretend like I remember what they're talking about. So you finally um, had to rewatch. I finally had to. No, because Kim finally sent me a YouTube clip. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> JWoww and Snooki write this letter telling Sammy, it's an anonymous letter, that they know that Ronnie was like dancing with the waitress and making out with several girls at the club. And they sign it anonymously, so they type it up. And they... The, them trying to come up with the appropriate words to use in this letter. I have memories of this. Okay. It's so good. And then the whole rest of the season, I think, is like, who wrote the letter? It's like, who killed JFK? <laughs> who who killed JR on Dallas? Who wrote the letter? It's, but it's really obvious that they wrote the letter. It ha- it, obviously, who, it's the oh, two yeah. girls in the be? house that are like, you know, it wasn't Angelina because she doesn't care. Right. And so it's obviously to the girls that are being gossipy. And so it's them too. It's hilarious. That's amazing. I, got, I do want to go back and watch actually the entire season. I would I'm not watching mind. Does there any, is there any shows recapping Jersey Shore? Yeah. And could we? And can can we? Can, can we, we? That sign is up the for first, that? Yeah. I would have a field day. I would Snooki love to do that. Everywhere in the oh, first yeah. season. I had a lot of fun with that. 
So good. Anyways, so the person who wrote the letter liked the classes, and it's a shame. She's not going to be able to go to Zumba. She's going to find another Zumba studio. Now, Garrett is terrified that the guy is going to come back, so he has a bulletproof vest and all of this stuff. It takes a year, but he goes through multiple surgeries and rehab, but he kept his eye on the prize of getting better, and he Stop it. He becomes a personal trainer. Yeah. And I think it's at the gym that maybe he doesn't own. Does he own it? I need confirmation. I think he owns it. Does he part own it? Is that what's happening? He just part owns it. Maybe there are two owners. And that was, she thought, she was like, it was, she'd reveal it in this big aha moment. He is not the owner. You see here, it says the owner is there. And someone would be like, they're um, co-owners. And the lady would be like, co-owners. Did not think of that. And then her big reveal, and then she'd have to walk out of the room. Sheila. Sheila? Sharon. Sharon. Is it a Sharon? I don't know. It's an S name. It could be Steph. No. Could be a Steph. Yeah, it could be our Steph. No, it's definitely not. (laughs) She might have done that. (laughs) So so he starts dating this new girl that he meets through the gym, Mm -hmm. Issa. I thought it was Issa, and I got really excited. Really? Issa. Oh, my God, stop. Also, some of the pictures they show of him with Issa, he has a new eye. Yes, I know. I have so many questions, but I don't want to seem insensitive, so I'm not going to ask. I think he probably has one, but it doesn't always... I mean, maybe it got, like, an infection. Yeah, it might not be comfortable. I think it's not. I couldn't imagine that it would be comfortable. But I don't know with technology nowadays. Yeah, I'm not sure. But anyways, in his meeting with Mankey, he has the eye patch, but in some of the pictures, he has an eye. So he marries the new girl, and he gets back to speaking terms with Claudia, so he gets to see his daughter. Mm-hmm. Two years into the case, detectives finally get a break. They're searching a car that's involved in a drug case, and under the spare tire, I was really impressed that they checked under the spare tire. Yeah, That me must too. be a common hiding place for drugs, since they were looking for drugs. That is very smart. Yeah, maybe it's like just what you do in San Bernardino. You put it under the tire. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So... Under the spare tire, they find a photo of Garrett with a circle around his face. Come on. And Garrett's address. It might have had, a like, it should have had just a bullseye on right, his face. Exactly. Like, that's how obvious it is. Yeah. And Garrett's address. So they show Garrett some pictures, including one of the guy whose car it is, Miguel Quiros. And Garrett recognizes him. He's like, that's the guy who shot me. Boy. So they arrest him. And now he, they point out he was not a gangster or a tough guy. He owned a pizza place. So I was like, Hollywood's lied to us then because every Italian restaurant in the movies is somehow funded by the mob. Correct. And I know that's not true, but that is a lie that Hollywood has told us. But I think uh, that's only in New York. That's it's not. Possible. If the pizza place is in the San Fernando Cleveland. Valley, I mean, if it's in yeah. L.A., I, I wouldn't yeah. think that. No, because Robert... Blake shot his wife outside of Vitello's, which is an Italian restaurant here in the Valley. And it's not specifically mob related, but... Is it? No, but come on. Hmm. He was on that show Beretta, which was like, you know, and then he had these, and then his gun, like it was the whole thing. It's like... I'll have to think about this. Yeah, just think of it. I'm not saying anything. 
And I actually do know someone whose relatives own an Italian restaurant in Jersey, and she thinks it is partially something to do with the mob. Really? Yeah. And this is her relative's place. Let us know. Yeah, curious. And in no way slamming it or saying their food is any less delicious. No, and you know how I feel about mob. You love it. Yeah, it's my favorite. I want to know. I want to know all about it. You want to be a mob wife. I did for a minute, but it's, I mean, that. Because you want to be like Michelle Pfeiffer in that one movie. I'm not sure what I wanted to be. I don't even know if I've seen that movie all the way through. So this guy, Miguel, Mm -hmm. has an alibi. He was at his restaurant and as a bunch of receipts and a bunch of customers saw him there that night at the time that Garrett was shot. Mm -hmm. But then, like a scene from Columbo, the prosecutor notices in a court hearing that Miguel is left-handed and the shooter was right-handed. Both Garrett and the mom saw that the shooter was right-handed. Shouldn't the cops have noticed this? Like, why is the prosecutor, this prosecutor seems amazing. Why is he noticing all this stuff that the cops should be doing? Is this a standard question that when you come in, like for questioning, that they ask you if you're right-handed or left-handed? No, but they would probably ask you to sign something and then they would just watch and observe. You know, you have to sign something. You're very smart because I didn't even think about that, that the cops didn't notice it. Hmm. Yeah, like it keeps yeah. being every time I feel like it's the prosecutor because then the prosecutor finds this photo mm-hmm. and I don't, maybe the police gave it to him. I don't know. I kind of feel like the prosecutor did everything on his own. Anyways, hmm. I could be wrong. I did like the prosecutor a lot. I did too. Yeah. The prosecutor finds, has this photo. We don't know how. Right. And this, this photo changes everything. Mm-hmm. Twist number 17. It's a photo of Miguel and Garrett at the same barbecue with their children playing together Mm -hmm. at a party at someone's house. And they can tell the date of the photo. This was funny to me because I thought, well, why wouldn't they just be able to check? Because I always think of digital photos now having timestamp, but this is probably when it was a printed photo and it maybe didn't have the the date printed on the back, like Kodak would always print the date. Exactly. You know, when you order from Shutterfly, they print the date on the back. Yeah. They can tell the date of the photo because Garrett has a scar on his face from the shooting. Yeah. And Miguel is wearing a Lakers championship shirt from that specific year. That's pretty And they lucky. can tell by the kid's age. So, but no eye patch. No eye patch you very can't, it's soon. On, oh, can no. you not see it? Do you not? No, well, you would be able to see because you would see the strap. Yeah. It's the other eye but Hmm. and also they said like shortly after the shooting it was not shortly after the shooting because he barely has a scar right his whole face should look like a disaster area if it was right after right so i think it was a while after um so this is where garrett met miguel and remembered him and accidentally fingered him no go back don't do it mank did it say it again did it i didn't do it mank said it yes mank said it Said the F, I'm not, you think I would voluntarily, do you know me at all? I was unsure. I don't want my Dateline boys to say it necessarily. No. Sometimes I do. If I'm in the mood, sometimes I find it exciting. It's not, but most stop of the it. time. It's not very gentlemanly. I think it's not appropriate. So. It's crass. <laughs> sorry, did I make you lose your train of thought? I didn't mean to. Yes. All right, sorry. Totally. Excuse so me. after he took him to the Finger Lakes, the, no. this is where we learn that the memories are faulty 
and fascinating, and I am here for it. This is like an epitome of one of those studies on brain games that you I love. love. Them. Yeah. Because he saw this guy at a party mm-hmm. well after the shooting, but when he saw him in the lineup of mm-hmm. photos, he goes, Well, I recognize that guy. I must be from the shooting. He must be the one who shot yep. me. And that there's no inclination that he could have met him somewhere else. Right. Because what are the odds he would have met him somewhere else and he's in the lineup? Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. But the mind is a wild, But they wild weren't place. good enough. They weren't good enough friends, right? So this isn't somebody that he's on, like, a first-name basis with. It's somebody that maybe he, no, like, met at that party. Recognized. So it's like, yeah. right, that's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Your mind can do wacky things to you, which is why we all need therapy from better help. Yeah. If you're feeling like your head is reeling, I did not mean that to be a a rhyme. But also, did you mean it to be a pun because of movie film reels? I didn't mean that either. But it's stellar. Let's pretend like you did. She did. Yeah. Go ahead. Press on. If you're feeling like your head is reeling from the twists in this episode and filled with trepidation that Kimberly will make more eye jokes, we have an offer that might help. BetterHelp offers counseling with a licensed therapist within the privacy and safe space of your own home. You can confidentially text, chat, phone, or video with a counselor. BetterHelp has counselors that are specialized in anxiety, depression, sleeping problems. You're married to Joe Pesci's ex-wife, and she won't ask him to sign your VHS copy of My Cousin Vinny, (laughs) etc. BetterHelp offers therapist that can help you deal with those issues. And if you don't like your counselor for any reason, you can switch at no additional charge. It's also very affordable. And our listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code Dateline. Wow. So go to betterhelp.com forward slash Dateline, fill out the questionnaire, get paired with a counselor. It's really easy. Just go to betterhelp.com forward slash Dateline. They can't prevent you from hearing Last Christmas by Wham!, but they can help you to make the lamb stop screaming. I thought I would get a better, rea- better reaction from that. Because yeah. it's a new year and we can all use a little better. Help. So why did Miguel have the stuff in his car? Because at this point you're thinking, oh, well, he's completely guilty. He was taken mm. to the Finger Lakes totally Wait. wrong. He was just at some barbecue. But then you're like, I forgot about the stuff in his car. He had the photo with a circle around it and right. the address. In a weird spot. Like not it, crumpled oh, on the hidden. floor. Hidden totally. very specifically behind the wheel mm-hmm. of a car. Like in a wheel well or whatever. You're so right. Because even if that if that was somewhere else, you could just say, oh, I met him at the party and was going to get together with him another time. You know? But the fact that it's in such a secretive hidden right. spot, it's like obvious that it was or something like, nefarious. if it was crumpled on the bottom and there's a bunch of trash in there, like you've got McDonald's wrap, like you right. wrappers and things like that, then you can say, well, I didn't put that. I have no idea how that got there. Yes. I've had a bunch of friends in and out of the car. Right. Somebody Teenagers. left their crumpled up picture. Teenagers bag- took my bag- car for wieners. a joyride. Yeah. <laughs> bag of wieners and they just trashed it. Bag of wieners um, defense. Works every time. (laughs) Love it. So then the story gets even crazier. Twist number 57. Five. The hit note in Miguel's car is postmarked. So I guess it has. I don't understand. So it's a letter or it's it's a a letter? I didn't know that. I thought it was like, anyways, regardless, the date is after the shooting. After the shooting. To which I went, what? Out loud to no one. It was a weird sound I made. 
I'm addressing it here on the podcast. Oh. It was a Should you be addressing what? it on BetterHelp? Because what? Yeah, maybe. <gasps> Possibly. Wait, what? What? Were you confused? Because it just means that they were, they were supposed to go back and finish the gig, right? They needed to finish the job. I didn't get that. And I didn't, I just thought, why didn't they tell us this earlier? Obviously, Dateline knew this, but they're keeping, they're being dramatic. They're keeping things from me. You took it personally. They're keeping it yeah, from I me. did. They're keeping things from me. You clearly knew that it was from after the shooting, and you made me go through this whole roller coaster ride. <laughs> so this, uh, yes, as it was not a hit note, it is more of a re-hit note. There we go. New term alert. Haven't heard that one before. We'll be using it again. Not to be confused with Rehypnol. Go ahead. So someone wanted the job finished and Garrett killed for good. Katie got it right away. Then finally, Miguel admits that he was in on the plot. He was the middleman. The hit note was sent to him. And so I guess it was mailed. And he had put it under the spare tire for safekeeping and then forgot about it. This is like, you know, when you're looking for your passport and you don't remember which drawer you put it in, but you know it's somewhere in your apartment yeah. and you're looking for and it you everywhere. you feel like you can visualize it. You're like, yes. I've seen it Where was, here. I've seen it. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. was it? Yeah. But this is not that because no. there you know you have a passport. This is like you forgot you had a passport. <gasps> Except passport is instructions for killing a man. Also, this had to be taped up inside, right? Because you can't, it would just fall out. Of the wheel well, wouldn't it? It would have to be no, like... it's not hollow in there. I mean, it's not empty under there. There's metal. So it's like wedged in? No, like, you know, if you lift up the mat and then there's a tire and it's sitting in... Oh, that's where it was. Yes. Oh. What were you picturing? Don't worry about well, it. Well, all cars are different. So... I was it's, not picturing that. I was picturing behind an actual one of his four wheels that it was up in that curve, that hubcap, like the above. No, I thought it was under the spare tire. Mm, I heard wheel well, so I might be off. Sorry about that. It's probably me, me. Under the spare tire. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. then definitely. But all, yeah, that's weird. That's that's weird that you would forget that. But how busy are you that you're forgetting that it's there? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? You're really busy. Because it's like forgetting that someone gave you um, a confession to a murder and they told you to keep it secret. And then you buried it in your backyard. And then in less than a year, let's say, you have forgotten that you ever buried anything in your backyard. That's I'm not talking about a time capsule 15 years later. People forget about those all the time. This is confession to a murder that you have dug physical labor and you've forgotten that you put it there or that it ever happened. Does he use drugs maybe? That's a great question. He is involved in drugs. Yeah, we find that out later, but which is also like kind of slipped in, but we'll get to it. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was stopped for a drug case. We just don't know. There we go. Okay. I don't want to assume. But maybe maybe that's how you forget because I'm trying to think of in any world where I'd forget. Maybe this happens all the time. This, maybe. Could, maybe he, he gets like a lot of these letters. That he's keeping track of. Maybe he had a stack of them in there and that one just like slid to a place he couldn't see it. <laughs> so when he threw them all away, then. Right. Okay. 
There we go. But That's, wouldn't you totally... like look at it and crumple it up? Isn't this the kind of thing that you eat? You eat it because yeah, you, you eat, need to get you rid bury, of the evidence. You flush down the toilet. You set it on something. fire. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's weird. So, well, no, because maybe someone that it wasn't finished yet. Garrett was still alive. He's like, I won't eat this paper until oh, Lord, this is until done. he dies, and then I'll eat it. Yeah. Okay. So Miguel rolls over like Lassie. Oh, good. Lord. Thank you, Mank. He agrees to wear a wire and catch his co-conspirator, mm-hmm. George Hernandez. Mm. And then the plot thickened, which is the title of the episode. Thank you, Mank. Yep. Miguel says he hired Hernandez for $10,000 to kill Garrett. Mm. $10,000 is... Standard. Pretty standard? Standard. Low? 10 and a bike was low, I think. Yes, no, 10K it wasn't and a bicycle. 10. It wasn't 10K and a bike. Wasn't it 1K and a bike? I no, feel like was that 10. was 1,000. It was 10. Oh. I recently went back. So yes, 10 is 10 is low, but I mean, Los Angeles, for, there's uh, a lot of LA? competition for Hitman. But inflation and the living prices Cost of living, so, I would think it would be 30. I would think it, that on the low end would be 20 to 30 for LA. Yeah, it's low. So... Uh, Miguel is now taping Hernandez at a party, which seems like a really weird place to have this conversation. I know they normally film people secretly at restaurants and stuff too. And I just, maybe it's, it's hiding in plain sight because so many people are around you talking that you think you're safe. I don't know. All you need is one lull in a conversation nearby at the dip, the dip table and someone's passing the hummus to somebody and then there's a lull and then they hear what you're talking about yeah and then they hear i didn't know that she he wouldn't die Uh uh-huh dude okay yeah and so then we make says hernandez didn't waste any of his 10k on transportation (laughs) he used his own car why is hernandez like a very conscientious hitman what's happening (laughs) because the the tape they play of us i was like he sounds very nice very nice. He's so con- he's so conscientious. He apologizes for yeah. not killing Garrett. He says he's sorry that he is not a good shot, which is hilarious. Like he's definitely the person that you want to hire to kill someone and then maybe rehire to finish off the job after they failed the first time. Good but Lord. also, he's not a bad shot. He shot the guy four times. But he missed Any the mom. Any one of those could have killed. He did miss the mom. She was Maybe running away. Yeah, it was in a, a zigzag serpentine pattern, like you're supposed to do. Good for her. She learned from serpentine, her... Babu. Serpentine. What? What's that? Serpentine. <laughs> it's from Archer. Um, I don't remember that. I'm sorry. I was, they thought you were saying step in time, and all I could think of was Mary Poppins. No, you knees up, step in time. Kick your knees up, step in time. Never need a reason. Never need a rhyme. Never need a step in time. No. People are shooting at Babu, the um, ocelot that he's obse- obsessed with. Oh, yeah, that's with. right. <laughs> and he's like, serpentine, Babu. That's right. I know what you're talking about. I got to watch Archer. I forget. So good. I have, a, I have not watched Lana. that in a while. Lana. But I have. But he all remembers of our me. I've been doing a nighttime systematic rewatch of Parks and Rec, I'll have you know. And it me is too. delightful. Are you? Where are you? Well, I watched the whole thing and then I stopped at the last season. And so kind of saving the last season now. Me I think too. It's going to be my gym show. I'm going to watch it at the gym. And it's going to encourage oh, me to go. That's exciting. Because I forgot what happens in the last season. I have never seen the last season. So I'm kind of saving. I'm excited to see it because I don't know anything that happens. I know that it's like not, 
It's like set in a different time. Yeah. It is. I'm really excited. Okay. It's set in the 1970s. It is No, it's bonkers. not. No, it's not. So uh, Hernandez is says he'll do it again. Yeah. I'll I'll fix it. I'll make sure he dies this time. And then we find out that Miguel is not the original person. First of all, that 10K, that can't be the only money because you would think that Miguel would be getting more than that and then would be giving a portion of it. Why would Miguel? Because he's the middleman? It seems like he'd be getting the least. No, he would be, it gets less each time down the chain. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, okay. The, does that make sense? Is that the way it would work? The first person hired, say, say I'm going to give you 100K to kill someone. Then you find a hitman who will do it for 50. But then that guy finds a friend that will do it for 25. Oh, so the highest guy. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. I understand. Because you're not going to put in more than you're getting to have it done. No, absolutely. So let's say Miguel was... And you don't want any. you got to get a finder's fee. So you, we think Miguel was offered 50 and found a guy that would do it for I'm 10 guessing. so he could keep 40. Oh, Miguel. Well, 50. he has to fund his uh, second Italian restaurant. He wants to become yeah, a chain. True. That's so, true. okay. It's not, first Miguel, of all, it's not an Italian restaurant. It's a pizza place, which is very different than an Italian no, that's restaurant. True. Okay. Apologies. You're right. so right. So... Miguel did it for someone above him. Mm-hmm. He was not the first guy. The first guy is Manny. His last name is Harrow, which sounds familiar because he is the sister of nope. Claudia. He's the brother of He Claudia. is the brother of, I don't, <laughs> sister he Claudia. identifies as the brother. Yes. So, uh, gender identity as identifies yes. as brother. And... So here, so here we go. We're finally getting back to Claudia. But also, so, did you know this whole time that it was Claudia? I've kind of forgotten about Claudia at this point. Oh. But of course I knew. Yeah. It's always the spouse. Right. Why did it take them so long to figure it out? Otherwise, you know? yeah, why are we even meeting her? Exactly. But so. Did you get confused about the three guys? Sorry, I just want to ask you that real fast. Well, I there is a Miguel confused. and a Manny. It's not that. It was the whole timeline I got confused. I appreciate you explaining it because I was kind of like, wait, what? How many? Who started it? Oh, I'll get to that. Okay, so go ahead. Well, actually, I can go to that right now. Oh, there we go. So Claudia wants custody of the daughter. It is all over the daughter, really, and this nasty divorce that they're going, that they're having. But can we at least say she's not money hungry and is not doing it for the life insurance? Can we give her some sort of props for that? Is she not the beneficiary? Is the daughter not his beneficiary? Because I guarantee you she is. Okay, so maybe she is doing it for the life insurance. We just aren't hearing about that. But I I have a feeling she is. Oh. If you own a car or a house, you know that shopping for insurance is mind-numbing, soul-sucking, and it can take forever. Worst. But you need to have insurance. It is. It's the worst. And it stresses me out. I can't explain how insurance gives me a, like a stomach ache just to even think yeah, about. Yeah, insurance and taxes. Yes. Me. Stop overpaying for insurance. You can get a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have with help from Gabby. Gabby is a website that compares your coverage with other top insurance providers. You link your current insurance to Gabby, and in two minutes, you see quotes for the exact insurance you have. I did it. It was super easy. 
First off, though, it encouraged me to create an online account for my insurance, which I had not yet done. It was the only thing I'm not paperless on. I don't know why. So now I am adulting, winning. Look at you. So they link your insurance to Gabby. For me, it took even less than two minutes. It took like 30 seconds. Amazing. And I actually found out that my insurance is a lot cheaper than other policies. So I was really happy about it because now I know and knowing is half the battle. And also it just makes me more appreciative for the insurance that I have. And I'm glad that it's car insurance and not life insurance. So no one's going to kill me for it. But it's great because then you know if you're overpaying. At 100%. And, but on average, Gabby does usually save customers $825 per year on average. Oh my gosh. Is that not amazing? That's a fantastic service. So most likely they will save you a lot of money. And if they can't, then you get to relax knowing that you have the best rate and you can lord it over your friends like I plan to do with Katie. Hey, Katie, did you hear the news? I have the lowest rate possible for my car insurance. I don't know if you heard. I just... Found That's out. great, Kimberly. Pretty excited. Thank that sounds, you. That sounds really fun. Thanks so much. So <laughs> the one last thing, Gabby is free to use, which is amazing. And the most important thing to me is that they never, ever sell your info. So you're not going to wind up getting a bunch of spam, a bunch of phone calls. I get like 14 a day and it's driving me. I need better help. Me too. Um, me too. Yeah. It just takes a couple minutes. You can do it right now to start saving on your car and homeowner's insurance. You go to gabby.com forward slash dateline. And for a limited time, if they can't find you savings on your insurance, you'll get a $10 Amazon gift card. Amazing. So literally, I know, you literally have nothing to lose. You can only gain from this situation. You're either going to get a $10 gift card or gain on insurance. That's awesome. Just winning. So go to gabby.com forward slash dateline. G-A-B-I dot com forward slash dateline. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Check out Gabby, everybody. Check him out. Sounds awesome. I know. So we are going to go back to what you were saying before about I'm all for outsourcing a problem. Yeah. But she had way too many people involved. There's like four people involved. You're almost at six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. That, that you have two middlemen. This is where you get in trouble. Sometimes you just got to roll up your sleeves and just do it yourself, you know? I, I don't think she did have that many people involved, though. So I think that she involved her brother, and then he involved too many people. I think she thought her brother was going to take care of it, not that he was going to oh, outsource like do it to himself. his buddies at the pizza parlor, right? Mm. Like in mm. the back room at night. I don't think she I thought gotcha. that was going to happen at all. I think she would have uh-huh. gone straight to them and not yeah. involved her brother if she cared about her brother at all. But she obviously... No, we find out later. It's even worse than you could ever imagine. Clearly does not, right? Yeah. yeah it is. So Meg says, he's talking to Garrett about the divorce and how bad it was. And he says, generally, when one spouse says to another, you're going to bleed, it's a sign of bad things to come. So police arrest Manny. This is Sorry, and which one's Manny? Where's Manny in the chain? No, I'm sorry. Okay, so wait. Manny. um, Who did the police arrest first? What's Hernandez's first name? Okay, hold on. Okay, we have Miguel Quiroz. Uh huh. We have Jorge Hernandez. The Jorge and Hernandez and Manny, Manny Haro. Haro, who is the brother. Right. So the brother, they pull in the brother, mm-hmm. and he reveals this is so bad that he was molested as a child. 
And you remember that Claudia had said that Garrett was molesting their daughter. Now, the only person that he ever told about this horrific thing that happened to him as a child was his sister. Monster. She's a monster. I said, can you, like, it's so evil. I can't, you are the only person in the world that your sibling has trusted with this most darkest, most painful secret of their past. And you use that to manipulate them into killing someone. Yeah. Who's innocent of molesting anybody. Right. It's, I, I. She's a terrible person. She's a, te- she is a leaky trash bag of a person. Yeah. She's Pam Hupp. Yeah. Now, five years after the shooting, they arrest Claudia. Why did it take five Why? years? Don't know. God. Very frustrating. Because it's always it. the spouse. I shouldn't take, I don't know. I wasn't there. But but why does it take five years? Why does so, it take five I'm years? I'm sorry. So Manny is arrested quickly, and then it takes five more. Well, because they're no, gathering. No, Sorry. They, they didn't get to Manny till years after. Because it took two years to even pull over um, Keen Kiros. Ki- Miguel. Kiros. Okay, so wait. Kiros. So hold on a second. The first You're years, saying that Claudia is arrested first. Then no. Manny is no Manny is arrested first. First Miguel, which happens two years after, and I they find the thing in the trunk yeah, of his car. But I'm talking about the main arrests. Um, because Miguel is brought up on other charges. Miguel is correct. No, Miguel was just being pulled over for drug charges. Right, and but then, did he get charged with those drug charges? Is what I'm. Um. Uh, Something ha- okay. We'll get to that because we're going to get to the sentencing at the end. Yeah. So Manny won't testify against his sister. So the prosecutor, who I was on his team, and then at this point I was like, kind of not on his team because he didn't want to prosecute, and it seemed like he had enough. But I, it was all circumstantial. But still, it felt like enough. But he, anyways, he's a guy by the books, and he I guess was on he his really team wanted because, because of that. More. He was by the books and he knew he wouldn't win. And he's like, I'm going to get her when I'm going to win. I don't know. Circumstantial cases win sometimes. It's just everyone wants proof now, DNA proof or like something on tape. But they didn't used to have that. It used to all be circumstantial. Yeah, I guess. Unless right. you saw someone shoot everyone in the town, but still that's circumstantial. Yeah. A whole bunch of people said they saw it. So, so the prosecutor won't do it because he doesn't think there's enough evidence because Manny wouldn't testify. Hmm. But finally, Manny does agree to testify for a plea deal. Yeah. Now they charge Claudia. And I think we finally know why Claudia never made it past playing a showgirl in a gangster movie. Because Not that there's any shame in that. No, because she's not a good actress. She is in the... She- Really? Interrogation. Yeah. And she's patting her nose with tissues like she's going to need to blow her nose. And she is so monotone. And they're like, do you know who shot him? No. No. No, I don't. Yeah. No, I have no idea. Oh, the sad thing was, is I thought it was kind of pretty good underplaying. I was like, oh, she's just very (laughs) She's playing subtle. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, she's subtle for camera. Subtle. <laughs> Sorry, this is coming from someone who was once told by a teacher, you will never be on camera. 
because I have my face is too expressive. But she didn't know about Botox, so the joke's on her. <laughs> the, then we have the handwriting on the hit note. It matches to Claudia. That's a pretty good circumstance. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Except it so, doesn't really match. It's the word spelling. Sorry, you can well, talk about that right now. They said it matches, and she doesn't know how to spell the word Agora. But do you she know how to spell to... Agora? Because I don't. When, when yes, they're showing it. she keeps it, trying to make it British by adding a, a U to Agora. it. No, but I kind of thought that was right. When I saw it, I was like, <laughs> how do you spell Agora Hills? I have tried. I have struggled with Agora Hills before. It's which is, way easier than you're making it. It it's is. It's one of those that is simpler than you think it is. Oh, it totally is. But in my head, I, I was sort of like, I got you, girl. I can't. <laughs> can't do it do it with agora but also i have been consistently consistently spelling because wrong for maybe three or four months but only three or four months what every time i text the word because i get the little red line every single time i am transposing the u and the a think you have a brain tumor in that specific part of your brain that word that spells because and recently and every time, and I think I'm right. And I'm like, oh, what? Really? Why aren't I getting this scary. right? I've spelled now it my whole life. you have the life. yips. You have the because yips. It's because <laughs> I can't. What is that from? <laughs> you, have, you have to have cause to fire Toby. Oh, yeah. I do have cause. It's because, because I, I hate, hate him. him. So hmm. where did Claudia get the cash to hire someone to do this? Twist number 85.2. Yep. The barbecue where Miguel Caras and Garrett met and their kids were playing together where that photo was taken was at the Hollywood Hills home of Joe Pesci. So is Miguel his drug dealer? Great question. I don't want to be smart Joe Pesci. I don't maybe know him. Maybe he catered it with the pizza or maybe they're just friends. Maybe it's a little of his okay, there we go. Maybe the pizza's boxes have a bottom hidden shelf under each one where like weed goes. I don't think it's weed, but maybe. Coke, whatever. I don't think it's Coke. Maybe it's just like baggies of pills. Uppers, okay. downers, sideways. So No, because my... I feel like Joe Pesci is strictly like very eighties, nineties. Oh, so it's so Coke. I feel like he does okay. Coke. Yeah. Um, again, again, this we're is we're going to get sued by Joe yeah, Pesci. This is all extremely. Apologies. We we are just speaking as huge fans, Mr. Pesci, for sure. And it's Hollywood, and he's a drug runner or a drug yeah. dealer of some sort, and, and a pizza place lo- small business and owner. He's at your party, and we don't know. We are yeah. putting facts together, probably incorrectly, but right. Still, there, that's our job. Yes, that is what we are here for. Yeah. This should be like a day with Dateline. Facts don't matter. What was it going to be before? A day with Dateline. Getting a lot of things wrong. A day with Dateline. We don't really know things. <laughs> I think it just should just be a star that says, "I we tried. We tried, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the police interview Joe Pesci. Mm-hmm. And now I'm picturing like every courtroom scene in My Cousin Vinny. The Utes. The whole, like. Wow. The whole thing. I'm. I just want to. My biological clock is ticking like this, and the way this case is going, we ain't never getting married. Aww. That's the worst accent ever. 
But it was, but the meaning was behind it. You had a lot of, like, you could tell you loved it. And so. My biological clock is ticking like this. And the way this case is going, we ain't never getting married. She's good in that. She was so good. Do you you think she's better in that or in Untamed Heart? Oh, I don't really like Untamed Heart. I like this movie called, um, my favorite movie of hers was where she finds out from a fortune teller. Oh yeah, what this I know guy's that one. Name is going to be that she's going to marry. Yeah, and then they end up in Paris, and it's this whole. It's so good. I like that Can't one remember. a lot. It's so nineties. Love it. I just Anyways. like her. I wish she was in more stuff. Wait, um, she I was thought... on Seinfeld. Huh? She was on Seinfeld. What was she on Seinfeld? Okay, we don't have time for this. Sorry. Okay, no. question. Did you notice now? The cop that they have, they don't have the prosecutor talking about the interview with Joe Pesci. They have the cop who we'll get to later. I have a little bit of fashion police on him. Okay. Um, It was very funny because the way he's talking about it, you know, that's his Joe Pesci story, right? You know, that's his Joe Pesci. He wants to brag. Yeah. And you know, they wanted to interview him. The minute they found out this is Claudia Harrow, they're like, he could have been like a second cousin's ex-husband like yeah. that's how unrelated he would be to the case and they, and they would have found a reason to bring him in and you know that when he came in also all of, everyone's kind of milling around and they're like but pretending and yes. like two or three people come in mr pesci did they ask you if you wanted a drink do you need something to drink <laughs> can we get you what can we get you to make you more comfortable well, sorry we had to bring you down here today we know you're a busy man you know you know that yes. like people are and ca- as he's walking yeah. out everyone's acting all cool like looking right at like yeah, they're busy and, pretending, and yeah. then the second he steps out of the door they were all like oh my god that was yeah Pesci. that's exactly love it joe pesci says he never gave claudia any money we still do not know how she got the money the so did he give her the money we can't I say not, anything more about Joe Pesci. I have Pesci. no idea. No, we, we don't know. No idea. Okay. I don't want to speculate. Just about the drug use, but we All we I want to do is speculate. speculate on the money. So, Claudia said, maybe he, she did give it to her, but she didn't say what it was for. I don't know. So, hmm. there's something later that makes me think that he didn't give her money. And I'll get to that. Yes. So, Claudia says she wants to come on Dateline. Because, of course, she does. Of course, she does. This could be for her acting real. I was not surprised at all. But she can't appear on Dateline, so her lawyer is on it. Oh, oh my Lord. God. Her lawyer. Wow. Tom Mazzaro. He defended. Just tricky territory. MJ. Michael Jackson. And got him off. He had already gotten himself off several times, but he got off. Dr- um, <laughs> That's the joke I was making. It was good. It was subtle. This lawyer, he's so orangely tan with these long, flowing, very, with long, flowing. Not on my phone. um, White silver locks. Yes, very silky. That it's, he's like, like very soft. Like I wanted that hair. No, like I think maybe he worships Satan. Like he looks a little bit like that, like a Satanist, like someone in Rosemary's Baby. Like with the white hair and the sort of soft demeanor. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sorry, I'm just making blanket statements about people in this episode. Drug use, Satan worshiping, it's all on the table. But that's what I thought when I saw him. I was like, oh, he's like that guy that wears like an ascot. And it's like, come over for dinner. And then you have a weird drink. And and he's petting a strange cat. Yeah, like maybe a hairless cat. that he might not need. Mm -hmm. Exactly, with like a dragon's head on it. Also, are we pretty dang sure that he's in the Illuminati? 
I mean, we're pretty yeah. dang sure he's part of the legal part. I don't know. The... Is, or is he a total wannabe in his rings? Because I feel like he wears a lot of jewelry. Yes. They're all fake. No, he's a, he's a Van Cleef man. Absolutely not. He's got expensive okay. rings and no, he's got money. He represented Michael Jackson. Yes, but does he really have money or is it all he blew it all on horrible investments? I don't think so. He seems slimy to me. Which he, He's slimy. He's definitely slimy. Oh, my God. I have to tell you about this show that I'd show you on another day is what crazy. show? The Aaron Hernandez. Oh, um, my God. And there was this guy on it. Whatever. Anyways, if anyone knows what I'm talking about, it's this new show he's on. Anyways, the lawyer pulls the lowest defense. He said, blames the brother who was in quotes, angry about being molested as a child. That would make make you angry. And so he took it upon himself to do this and now is using his sister as a scapegoat. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like, yeah, sure. I'd then he that. says the hit notes are forgeries. So he doesn't even say they don't match. He says they match, but that they are forgeries. That was shocking, right? I was really surprised yeah, he when he said, said that. He should have said they don't match. Right. He should have said, it's not her handwriting. It's very clearly not her handwriting. And he doesn't say that. No, he just says they were forged. That's not a thing. To look like her handwriting. Mm. By whom? By whom, sir? Yes. So no one knows. It's much like why they got divorced. Nobody gets to know. Um, On the eve of her trial, Claudia pleads no contest. She decides. Why isn't that twist number 3.714? I think that's... Shocking, was, too. I was really I, you surprised. You know what? The reason why it is shocking, because I know she would have loved to take the stand, because that could have been her dramatic actress moment. But it also, I mean, she did it. I mean, to me, that's yeah. like, yeah, okay. Well, so we don't want to besmirch other people who have taken plea deals by saying they automatically did it. No, absolutely not. But in this case, I think it's very clear. Yes. That she did she it. She gets This 12... isn't an Alfred plea. She's no, not taking that no. kind of a plea. Yeah. No. She's pleading no contest. Right. That, so she gets 12 years, but will serve less. <laughs> She'll probably serve eight. Mm-mm. So that's good. Um, mm-hmm. Everything in order there. Mm-hmm. Joe Pesci showed up to her hearing to support her. What a nice guy. Which kind of makes me think he didn't loan her money because I feel like he would want to separate himself as yeah. far as possible from her and the case. Yeah. Wouldn't want to be seen going to her trial and draw public attention to it if he maybe did loan her money. Why you know did what I'm he, saying? Why did he go, period? Also, like, see in, see in the drama? What's going on, JP? Why Why did he do that? It's kind of made me go, oh, they really are close friends. Because me for too. a while, I thought, like, she was one of those Hollywood girls who acts like she's really good friends with a guy. That's what and I totally not. And she, like, crashed that party and pretended to be, you know, or maybe she was his wife a long time ago. But then he showed up. I was like, they really were close. I okay. didn't believe that lady when she came on. Claudia's friend yeah. at the beginning. I was like, okay. That's not that's yeah, Hollywood stuff. Because everyone like, in Hollywood like is family. lying. And I'm like, yeah, no, lady. No, everyone in Hollywood says that. And they're yeah, lying most no. of the time. And so, yeah. but yeah, apparently, yes. Yeah. So the gunman, Hernandez, who missed, got 77 years. Come on. I mean, well-deserved. He shouldn't have shot a guy four times. But he got 77. And she got eight. Now, the brother... The brother, who technically did not do anything, 
except get ma- manipulated by his sister regarding his own past trauma as a child, gets life in prison. And this is with his plea deal. With his plea. So he is eligible for parole is the only. That was the only part, the only benefit was he got with parole possibility. The What a crappy lawyer he must have had. That's the worst plea deal ever. So his sister gets Michael Jackson's lawyer and he gets, yeah. who does he get? My, Joe Bob from the corner. What happened? Yeah. We got to think of a name for an ineffective, inexperienced lawyer. Jeremy. Jeremy, who doesn't know what he's doing, and he's, like, overwhelmed, and he has papers hanging out of his briefcase. Yeah. Like, and he's sticking se- out partially. He's also severely underweight because he's really, <laughs> really stressed out. And, yeah. like, then he's he got the stress hairline. He amounts of coffee. Yeah, yes. exactly. And really, yeah. like, those puffy bags. Yeah, he's not yes. doing well. No. Jeremy's, like, hanging on by a thread. No, and, and he has, he's trying to be a public defender. He's, he's got trying 17 to do good. cases, yeah. And he can't no, do it can't, for he Jeremy. he can't keep up. He's going to no. he's going to quit. He's going to go into what he's always wanted to do, which is farm law, and he's yeah. going to represent the dairy council. And he'll able to have stable hours, yeah. meet a nice girl. Yep. His mom won't be worried that he's going to have an ulcer every 5 minutes. Exactly, and he's going to make a cool 400,000 a year. Mhm. Yeah. And the system is not built up to have people helped. It's not right. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to use Jeremy to make a statement about the No, because it is. Well, I don't. And we don't know. Maybe he did hire like a lawyer, but this seems. Let's just say that these all seem very out of balance. The time that people got. So unbelievably out of balance. Yeah, really bad. Unbelievable. So, but then I was like, I actually was like, oh, that Michael Jackson lawyer is a really good lawyer. (laughs) Like, But don't you think that's a little bit of Hollywood gobbledygook? Because I think what happened is that lawyer shows up to court. They know who he is. Joe Pesci shows up and it's all out of whack. The judge Maybe. is thrown out of whack because of stardom. Sometimes but judges go the opposite that's way. That's what and I would harder. hope would happen. But maybe they find out who the judge was and the MJ lawyer is like, oh, I got this. I that know MJ so lawyer so. seems like he golfs with somebody who has dirt on the judge. And it's something super shady like that. I think that MJ lawyer knows everyone. Mm -hmm. How many houses does that lawyer have? Three? Four? How He has a whole vat for his orange tanning solution that he dips himself in. Yeah, he looks like he would have a place in the Adirondacks. I don't know what that (laughs) is, but I feel like he's got a home there. So poor Garrett is not poor Mm -hmm. at all. He is... Hot, rich of spirit yes. and courage. Yeah. He thinks it's okay that Claudia is only serving a little time because she will serve a lot more time in hell. It's kind of but amazing. he doesn't say that. He says he it doesn't. in a nicer way. He says it in the nicest, like, Christian way. Yeah. 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 And I was like, in hell. <laughs> so Garrett says that she just made a mistake. He's like, I've made mistakes. We should all just forgive what mistakes have you made, Garrett, that were equal to there are degrees of mistakes? He's must what? have done something that he feels really bad about. Because this is the second time in this episode that we're hearing about. Oh, Did you're I right. do anything? Blah, blah, blah. Something's bu- What's bugging you, Garrett? Something's, yeah. bu- something's on his mind. He's got to wait there. And I don't know what it is. But I'm curious. Interesting. So Mankey ends the episode by saying that we learn that about beautiful women who turn out to be as tough as $5 steak. 
Good for you, Mank. You did it, Mank. Bring it around to the stake. It's his favorite. Now, let's just jump right into B-roll because it really explains, like, the whole theme of the episode. I'm surprised you didn't do it all the way along. I thought you would, like, Mousetrap. Because you did a Mousetrap in the Mousetrap episode. It's Mousetrap analogies the whole time for the people that haven't heard the Patreon episode. What's it called? What's the Is it called Mousetrap? Deadly Conspiracy. Deadly Conspiracy. Should have been called Mousetrap. But it's all the way along, and we did a Mousetrap count. Of how many times we see the B-roll of the game Mousetrap. I thought you might do that for this but it's no it's you too can't lazy. really do you can't also really do it because it's just a theme they just yeah. themed it okay go ahead so in the intro of basically every time they come back from commercial it is close-up footage of a script page yeah. and a typewriter people typing um old-fashioned and it's like the log lines of the no it's like the um scene descriptions where it will be interior yeah. Garrett's house. No, but it will right. be like interior or exterior Westlake Village, a quiet right. street. Exactly. And a car drives by. Right. Yeah. It's it's very interesting because they start it right at the beginning and they do fade in and it's the typewriter typing. So, no, I like that what they have done is they've set this in the golden age of Hollywood, right? Right. Yeah, they, they're no, doing nowadays it. it's on computers. You're on Final Cut Pro. Yeah, yeah, it's the whole thing. Not, no, yeah. sorry, is that what it's called? Did you write a script no, on? No, Final Draft. Final movie. Draft. There but we go. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's fully old timey. Like, yes, they're writing um, Final Indemnity or something. And double Indemnity. Yeah, exactly. Double Indemnity. Uh-huh. Excuse me. Yeah, it's very funny. And then the whole all throughout the whole episode, like you see the characters that are involved their heads appear on film, strip. film strips uh-huh. and like reels of film. Yes. And then there's footage of a screening room but all the seats are empty. And on the screen of the screening room is a still of Joe Pesci. Like not a movie, like you'd see. It's just a photograph of him with a cigar sticking out, which looks all chewed Hilarious. up and nasty. And Like Justin, the guy who does the graphics oh, yeah, for no, this, he- he went to town. He went to town. He got to hire. He got both interns in on for this. Yes. They're like episode one. He's like, I've got these two people I met at not. I was going to say um, University of Phoenix and I want to bring him <laughs> in. And they, yeah. And so he brought in Jenny and Dustin and they got to work yes. on it, too. Yeah. Yeah. They had a little summer fling while they were working on it, too. So it's a bonus for everybody. Well, it was drama. Yeah. It was a little bit of drama because like Justin wanted to ask out. Um, oh, Justin and Dustin. Oh, it was Justin. tricky. Yeah, it was. Which guy will she choose? Yeah. And she like made a J, but it looks like a D. And then it was like, which, who's that love letter for? And it was oh, like God. a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And then Mank is walking down this ramp mm-hmm. of a film studio, like on a lot. Yeah. Um, And as he's, and each time they cut to him, he's a little bit further down the ramp. Yeah, like he starts kind of at the top, and then they cut to him later, and he's further down. So he's been very slowly walking down as we've it's been watching descent. the show, and then we come back to him, and he's walking further. Um, loved it, loved it. Great. Um, and then there's a scene of one of the ladies walking these two little dogs. Oh and I just thought, boy! Yeah, they were little. Fancy dogs. Beverly Hills. Like, yeah, it's it was, seriously. It is. I had a little dog, too, but I'm but not, not fancy. She so, has a Pomeranian, right? Is that what that is? It's a fluffy 
It was they real were fluffy. Very fluffy. Yeah. Um, and no shame. In she that. had on a, a pantsuit. I mean, yes, it was very. She did. Yeah. She yeah. had good hair. It was. Yeah. yeah. She had a blowout. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else did we have? Did I miss anything for B-roll Bonanza? I've got the dogs in the pantsuit. Oh yeah. Well. I have a fashion police that's kind of B-rolly. Uh, they show the cop that interviewed Joe Pesci, the Joe Pesci story cop. They show him walking, and he's in, like, a casual shirt, but he has his sheriff's badge pinned to him. Did you see that? No. He's I in... saw another fashion thing that was with a badge. Oh, he's in, like, a bowling shirt. Was it the same guy? He's in, like, a very casual... I like honestly didn't notice because he was he wearing the badge on a necklace. It looked like it was pinned to the side. Or maybe it had fallen to the side, but it looked like it was actually pinned to his shirt. And I was also like, what are they... Are they, like, that's the L.A. cops. They're casual. <laughs> but no, it's but I saw... Is, but... The, is the detective with the badge, and it was on a chain that was double looped around his neck. Like, you know, oh. if you have a necklace that or a scarf oh, yeah, that's yeah. way too long yeah. and you double, like you twist it in half and then loop it so it goes over your head twice. You know Are you about? sure he had done that? Or Yes, what? I swear. And it, and it made me laugh so hard because Kim from People Are Wild had just written to us, like tweeted to us that um, she works in an ER and a cop had come in with a badge on his necklace. And she said, I instinctively told him that I loved it before he even told me why he was there. I blame a date with Dateline for this interaction. Love your badge. She was like, I love your badge on your necklace. He's like, so about the murder that I need to talk to you about. It's called a lanyard. One, (laughs) two, can I speak with Mr. Diaz? God, and she looks like a fawning nurse. It's just like I like your necklace badge. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. MVP loser. Can we do? Because I want to make Wally my MVP. Yeah, and also Garrett, and also eye patches. I think. Oh yeah, like eye patches are the brands happy being on Dateline because they are like badass. Like it's. I was appreciative of them in a new way. There's like a coolness to this story. I mean, it's a stuntman who yeah. lived, got shot in the eyeball. Yeah, lived in the body four times. He still yes. has a bullet in him. It's like a real life. It really is kind of like a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there were hitmen and multiple middlemen. And, and a pizza parlor with like a back room where Joe like Pesci's drug deals involved. are happening. Yeah. What the heck? Oh, yeah. And why we didn't even talk about that. Why do they keep dropping that there's like drugs and pizza or whatever they keep mentioning it but they're not telling us anything about it so these guys were all running drugs together well then they say like her defense was that her brother was a drug user and a criminal so Mm -hmm. maybe there's one thing that was weird about that was they say why would the brother kill this guy who he had never met that was the ex soon to be ex-husband of his sister and i was like they never met they were married for two years and they dated for a year so they were together for three years and he never met his sister's husband. Okay. And then I thought, oh, he was in prison, maybe. Oh. Because he, she said her defense was that he was kind of a druggy, you know, criminal. Yeah, anyways. like a derelict. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know what the whole deal was. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I did like Mankey's um, pink plaid shirt and pink hanky. Yeah. It was a classic. Loved it. Very good. Uh, do you have any titles? Yeah, but I'm kind of upset with myself. But Why? Because you didn't use eye puns? Oh, not once. 
I went all for something else. And I went whole hog on it, but I I made a mistake. Go ahead. What I do you have? said, break a leg, shoot out an eye. <laughs> and you'll shoot your eye out, kid. There you go. Um, and then I hit, hit me with your best shot. Okay. Don't know why, because I think shot, you'll shoot your eye out. Got no, shot it works. Four times. Yeah, and, and not one of them landed. Yeah, it doesn't really work. It's all right. It's good. I like it. And I also think that maybe his karaoke song is "By the Way, I of the Tiger." Yeah, I hope so. You did nail that. You said that um, earlier. I was trying to get my cousin Vinny in there. I was like, my oh. cousin Manny or something. My brother Manny. Why can't we do my brother Manny? That's perfect. What's it's wrong with good. that? I would have got it. It is strong. No. That is stronger than I'll sh- you'll shoot your eye out. No. Although that's timely because of the season. I appreciate that. Right. They're all Thank better you. than mine. Okay, what are yours? Because I went for all Harrow, the last name. So I did a harrowing tale because I'm not original. And then I, for some reason I wrote the Garrett who lived. I don't know. I got real stuck on that because what? of the boy who like lived. Like the boy who lived? It's what I wrote the minute he, I wrote, he lives in all caps. And then I wrote <laughs> the Garrett who lived. And I was like, <laughs> okay, we'll just do it. Um, and then I'd have, we don't need another hero. Instead of hero. Uh-huh. From, okay. And then, but like, if you had not said Harrow to me ahead of time that that's what these were about, I would have not even understood. Because oh. they don't say their last name very many times. They said it a bunch of times. That's why. For some reason, I picked up on it a ton I of times. I felt like they only said it like twice. Oh. Somebody back me up. I think they say it a lot of times. <laughs> Maybe they do. Because I picked it up right away. I have that all over the place. Um, but I do think this, this one I think you're going to like. Yeah. Not all Harrows wear orange. That's good. Thank you. That's I, good. I got one. Except right now they do, but only for a right few now, years. Right now, but only for a few years. So maybe, yeah. so we'll just make that title Actually, she might be Actually, out. Actually, is she out? This Hold episode on. was Let's, in 2012. No, I can't check. So uh, I think that's all we have. Do, are we not dedicating this to anyone? This episode All is, listeners. Thank you. It's been a fun 2019. We had some adventures. Happy Keithmas. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy... Happy Jew year. All Dennis Hall Eve. Can I do that? Yeah, happy Jew year. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I haven't heard that before. You haven't? Probably I have, but yeah. Blocked it out. I don't know. Um, I wanted to put you in with the host, so there you go. Thank you. Yeah, I don't deserve it. How okay. dare you? Well, we don't have a happy Hanukkah. Happy Canningka. Happy Hanukkah canning. That's good. I feel like someone on Twitter suggested something similar, but I like that a lot. Okay. Happy Hanukkah canning. Do we not have anything yeah. for Dennis? No, Dennis is in one of them. I have a tweet somewhere that someone wrote, and they came up with all of them, and they were very good. Oh, okay. But uh, we might have to do, like, a contest to get official consensus on all of these. Do they do a Murphy Christmas, a very Murphy Christmas? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I feel like St. Patrick's go. Day was involved somewhere. It was oh. later on in the year. A Valentine's Day. Oh, I like it. Okay. A late, Maybe a Labor Day or a... Fourth of July. Not sure. Uh, we love you. We are grateful for you. We hope everyone has happy, happy holidays. Yes. And the happiest of 2020s. Uh, not like we're not going to see you in 2020. We will see you in 2020. We'll see you. We'll see you right um, away. Yeah. And Patreons, we are going to have another episode this month anyways. So we'll see 
you, those of you that are at loving life level and above. We will see you there. Yes. And we and... will be making some changes to Patreon coming soon in the new year. So heads yes. up. We're going to yes. change some levels and do some stuff. Yeah. So thank you. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm going to still be on there, although there's a chance I might take a social media vacay for a couple days. Are you going to the woods? I might go to the woods. There we go. She's going to the woods. So if you know if Kimberly's not active, she's going to the woods. And for anybody who wants to talk makeup with me, you can find me on my Instagram account that I created called Diablendical. Yes. So it's diabolical, so but it's diablendical. I'm so excited. And it's People under are not K- going to ask me makeup questions anymore. You'll see. It says Katie's face. So that's how you know it's, it's me. So excited. But I'm there. If you Anyone will. that has ever asked me a question and said, can you ask Katie? And then I never wrote back to you. You can yeah. ask her first. So it's about makeup. So if you guys want to talk makeup, you can find me there and. I'm not very good at posting. I'm trying to figure out how to post things. I'm just not very good at taking pictures. And I don't know if I can take other people's pictures. I'm not quite sure how to tag or credit. I'm going to have to have a hot course from Kimberly on what I'm doing. So on the Instagram. I'll send you to the same classes that my mom takes at the local rec center on how to use her smartphone. Oh, I'm so... I don't need to know that. I just need to know how to not use Instagram like a moron. Like I'll teach you it. Try. Instagram is super easy and user-friendly, I find. Oh, great. Much easier than Twitter. Then I'm going to feel extra dumb when I'm confused. So No, it's easy. Okay, I'll good. show you. I appreciate it. All right. Yay, diablendical. Diablendical. Love it. It's brilliant. Um, so don't watch alone, everybody. Watch with Wally, and then you'll always know where he is, and you'll never have to say, where's Wally? Which is the British version of where's Waldo. Is it? And don't look away when you're watching. You might miss a twist, so keep your eye peeled. Oh, my God. Look at you. Look at how we've come full circle this year, and you're I'm ending the with Anglophile a pun. You're, and and the you're ending with a pun. I'm yeah. so proud. I've never been prouder. Bye, everybody. Now you got to body shame a killer. It's your turn. Don't oh, believe me. People don't know about that. <laughs> yeah.